love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode three of Banter Buddies, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. We have another episode for you. Brian and I are here. We are ready to banter. Brian, greetings. How are you? Neil, I'm... I'm joyous. I'm so happy to be bantering with you across the internet. Oh, we're here. We're talking as we do. We're back on the mics. This is uh, the third episode of our podcast. We appreciate you listening, everybody. Mics, no vid. No video. Oh, yes. We're just talking, you know. Neil Uh, Neil likes to, he doesn't even go on to Zoom and then turn off the video. He just (laughs) enters the room with a big N. That's right. It doesn't ever doesn't ever start I, uh, yeah uh, that's how it goes it's okay it's a it's a podcast you guys it's not a YouTube show you know right yeah we don't need to say like and subscribe once it's, it's incredible yeah yeah so we're just hanging out you know we're uh you know it's a little post holiday you know we're th- it's in that we're, we're as we record this it's sort of in the the middle of the holidays Brian we're in the in between Christmas and New Year time it's a weird week where who knows what happens most people aren't really working. You know, it's just sort of like a it's it, it's it's one of the stranger weeks of the year, isn't it? It's the week of the it's the, in normal times. It's the week when you're like, I don't know what day it is, but in uh-huh. a year when you don't know what day it is, <laughs> now are we in like another like black hole like continuum? Yeah, we've so, gone even deeper into the weirdness. Yeah, you're Minnesota right. Minnesota finally got snow. What do we get, Neil? What do we get? Eight oh inches. Oh my gosh. Ten yeah. inches. Yeah, we got and about we got eight. more. More's coming down right now. It's it's about time. It's finally happening, you, everybody. The white Christmas happened, and yes, the weather is snowy, and it looks like Minnesota here in Minnesota, Brian. People wanted a snowy Hanukkah. It didn't happen. No, not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe, Maybe 2021. Year. It's right around the corner. and it's, right, uh, it's coming up quick, Neil. It's coming up so quick, and we're excited for 2021 because we have a podcast to do every other week. So that's it's fun. Gonna we're going to keep it so busy. We're going to keep it going. This, you know, this has not been a disaster, so we're not going to quit. We're going to keep we're going to keep going. We said, "Hey, we're in this for minimum of 26 episodes." We both signed something. I never you never CC Deer's back though, Neil. Hmm. Must have got lost in the. You're saying lost in the email, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's out there in cyberspace. Pretty concise about it. You know, you can't really say like, "Hey, I didn't send it anymore." <laughs> well, one of us is. One of us is. I'm uh, on the line. I'm yeah. here for it. I'll one do of us it. is I'll contractually just do it. I'll obligated. Talk I can go, Neil. I can go. I mean, there's a reason why voicemails on phones have like a 30 second limit i'm that person you're the reason they were like oh oh we forgot about this guy this guy speaking of the reason neil Mm. um i recently went back and listened to hoobastank oh good good i Uh, I saw them my junior year no 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 my sophomore year of high school at the quest wow um i went i i was all about hoobastank i was there i was there pre-reason i was there pre-reason that whole Crawling, no, and that's Lim- that's Lincoln Park, not Crawling in the Dark. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, you guys go back, go back and listen to Hoobastank. It's worth your time. You're saying there was an album before the album with with the reason on it, their big breakout hit. The album before the KS95, the soft rock hit, mm-hmm. was like a rockin' album that it's got some jams on there. It's got some real, real jams. 
Hoobastank is probably one of the more legendary band names of all time. You know, I think it's a good, uh, good, you know, test subject to kind of like study and be like, is this a good band name or not? Because, you know, I think it, it gets uh, it gets ridiculed as a very ridiculous. Oh, this band name and look, it sounds so stupid. It's, it must be bad. But on the other hand, I think it's very memorable. You know, I think we talk about that a lot as far as band names go. Where really, what what are the goals here? You know, I feel like at, at some point everybody's band name kind of loses its meaning or whatever. And so what you're trying for is something that nobody else has and will stick in people's brains. I think we've kind of accomplished that with ours. But I think Hoobastank did, did it too. Hoobastank totally did it. But that's that was the impetus behind Cuckoo Kangaroo. Really was like less about it was more about like are people going to remember it within one second of reading it and move on right because you got to you're playing the game you know you're, there's a lot of competition out there yeah and as far as you know not making sure you have a name that nobody else has or that hasn't really been used before i think hoobastank is probably a totally created new term that nobody else had ever used before so that's that's a good way to go with it too. It's just there's like going to be a whole a Reddit thread coming at us, being like, "No, no, Hoobastank is this." It was uh, this, yeah. It's a reference to Battlestar Galactica season four. Come on, oh yeah, oh, Battlestar, well, Battlestar. Well, let's do a whole pod on that. Brian, spinoff pod. You know, the recommendation segment is coming later, but you've already you've already jumped out in front of that and recommended the first. Hoobastank album, you guys. Please go check that out on all, no, the, Neil, all the streaming the services. It's okay. Oh, it's not the first. Oh, there's I many. think it's like their third. My goodness. What a prolific okay. Any Any real Hooba fan, that's what we call ourselves, Hoobas. Uh, would know. I'm yes. always with the Hooba. Neil, what are we talking about? What's on the voicemail? What's coming down the line? Oh, my gosh, yes. Today on the show, everybody, we're talking dogs. We're talking hound dogs. Rough, rough, yes, puppy, that is, puppy. That is what we wanted to hear about from all y'all out there on our voicemail. And we got a whole bunch, so thank you to everybody who sent in a voicemail. And, yeah, we'll be talking about dogs. Dogs are incredible. Um, you know, we, we got to talk about dogs. I like dags. That's right. So we do have a lot of voicemail. But first, before we get to them, let's, uh, let's talk about our experiences with dogs and where we're coming from. With all that, and this is, this should be very interesting because here on this uh, podcast there are two hosts here with you, and uh, one of them has uh, a, a lot of experience with dogs. That'd be me. Uh, I pretty much have had a dog That'd my entire me. life, and um, and then we have another host um, who essentially has has never really had uh, an indoor pet in their life. Um, and that's not be true. Bri- Neil, I had two rats. Oh, two the rats! rats. Oh, I forgot about the rats. I did not forget about the rabbit. Um, but that was oh, yeah. an outdoor outdoor rabbit pet. Um, One of the rabbits was trained, but yeah. But yes, so our experience, yeah, okay, so I've, I've always had dogs. I've always grown up around dogs. I've always had like a family dog um, growing up back in the day. Main, main dog, it was Bandit. Had Bandit. A named, had a dog named Bandit. Uh, it was a, uh, a mutt. It was a half blue healer and half question mark. We don't really know. But uh, love that dog very much. It was a it was a puppy on my grandpa's farm, out in uh, Canton, South Dakota, and uh, so yeah, basically my grandpa's dog had puppies, and so we grabbed one of them when I was probably you know like fourth grade or something like that, and and so that was wonderful, and that was that was the dog. What I had a good for a dog long, Bandit long time. was. Your yeah, mom you would always put the Christmas sweater on Bandit whenever <laughs> you wanted Bandit to not up. get into anything because. 
oh, yeah. he just like wouldn't move. He wouldn't move. Yeah, the Christmas sweater came out during Halloween when trick or treaters would come through, and we didn't want the dog to bark and freak out. It's yeah, it was, it was uh once every now and then when it was like, all right, Bandit, we need you to calm down and just relax and you know put the sweater on him, and he was bummed. Your mom is a really good dog <laughs> trainer. I remember, yeah. I remember being like, oh. I like this dog. Why do I like this dog so much? And then I realized, no, I like dogs kind of, but I actually like dogs that have good dog owners. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, she keeps def- that dog in its place. Uh, definitely all my love for dogs definitely comes from my mom. And, you know, she she was the one that was really pushing the family to get get that first dog, get bandit, you know. And, and yeah, she, she basically is kind of a... Uh, amateur dog trainer kind of in a way you know she really you know knows how to teach tricks and uh knows all best practices and stuff like that she's very into uh very into dogs as well and so that's kind of i think where i get it and why i love pets and dogs and stuff so much so um so thanks mom and uh and yeah yeah bandit was a great dog and and uh, yeah, and then now uh, now I have a dog named Josie who is uh, who is full on blue healer. So I know a lot about blue healer cattle dogs. Australian. Full heel, yeah, full heel. And uh, Josie's a very good girl. She is uh, she's about six and a half years old. Uh, she's uh, she's a deaf dog. She's special needs, but you know it doesn't really change things too much other than the fact that she you know can sleep through a thunderstorm and uh, doesn't mind How old's fireworks. Josie? She's six and a half. So okay, every time yeah. I'm over at your house. Something loud happens. I say, every time. Why do I always say hi? I say, "Hey, Josie." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I talk to her too. It's fine. Yeah, totally. She can't. She, she can't but hear. But she's it. so good. She's a, all her other senses are just so sharp. Mm-hmm. And she's she's very. She good knows girl sign language. And, yep, she knows some signs, and you know, she's she's the best. She's my buddy, and uh, it's fantastic. And if, yeah, again, I've had her for a number of years, and just you kind of do everything together. She goes in the car with me, and goes around. We walk pretty much every day, and. And stuff like that. So I absolutely love dogs. Always have, and always want to have a dog in my life. And and Josie is the one right now. She's the best. And uh, so yeah. So I love my dog. And you know, I think we'll talk. You know, as we get into these calls a little bit more about maybe relating to some of the callers about you know some things I've experienced with Josie. But let's talk quick, Brian, about your experience with pets. And you know, you never had a dog before. Yeah, but what, dogs what, what? are. Um, yeah, yeah, dogs are fine. They're okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. People really people people like dogs a lot, right? Know? And yeah. I'm saying that with a, a a tinge of cynicism. You know, That's what I mean, right. it's in my heart. But <laughs> I didn't. But this comes, Neil. You know this. I've told this story to you in the van a few times. Uh huh. Is that we didn't grow up with a dog. We didn't have a dog or a cat because my dad he actually is allergic to cats, but he didn't want a dog. So he just lied to us and told us that he was allergic to dogs and cats. We found out, like, what, just like three years ago? We kind of, like, questioned him on it a little bit. And he's like, yeah, I just made that up. And we, and I think we all just applauded him. We were just like, hey, good job. Cheers. He's like, yeah, I did it so that nobody would bring dogs in the house. And I was like, oh, man. Hey, hey, whatever. You got to do your thing. Good job. We gave, yeah. him a little, we gave him a little silent golf clap. We were like, hey. Good trick, but I didn't have that. You know, like when a dog still comes up to me, even if they're like a little lap dog, I still like jump back. I'm like, oh, oh man, this dog's gonna eat my whole body. Yeah, but I'm yeah. learning. Your uh, yeah, your dad just you know, a little white lie. You know, it doesn't hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Like, sure, you didn't. It ha- hurt you, nobody. It didn't hurt anybody. You know, you just didn't really know. You just didn't know any better. But then you find out later, as and then you're like, oh wow, that was that was cunning. That was a 
That was a nice little move right there, you know, just totally keeping us in the dark about that. That's uh, that's interesting. But yeah, because of that, Brian, you're saying you didn't really, you didn't really learn how to, to operate I'm around, up to around pets. Yeah. Yeah. We had a goldfish. We had a hamster. We had a rat. We had a rabbit. We had all the things. You right. Know? But dogs, they can. They, I had they, a lot of hermit crabs growing <laughs> up, you know. <laughs> All, all those stuff. all those pets are very sort of manageable. They mostly are in a cage or a little terrarium or something like that, and you know maybe they can run around, but they're pretty small. Whereas like dogs, kind of have a mind of their own, and they're kind of more unpredictable in that kind of way, and they're bigger. You know, they'll jump up on you, or they'll, you know, who knows? They're all very different, and they have a lot of energy, most of them. So hey, in the first, I was thinking today, Neil, I was thinking like, what's the first dog I fell in love with? Oh, it was pre Josie. It happened on the road. In Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Do <laughs> you remember this dog? Zippy. Zip. Do you remember Zip? Zip. Zip was a was a bulldog. English bulldog. Huge. Yeah. Probably like the biggest one ever. Like what? if you ever see like yeah, oh gosh. What was it about Zippy that cut that uh, caught your heart? First of all, I don't think I had been exposed to anything more than just like lab type dogs. Uh-huh. You know, like big running, hunting dogs, moving fast. Never yeah. anything that was just like Hey, you want what I want to do today? Nothing but sit by you. Okay, so we played. We went on the Aquabats tour. Then we were like, hey, we got to hit all these towns again within three months. We got to keep the fan base going. And we couldn't book any shows anywhere. So we just played in people's backyards. And we played in uh, Bianca and Tommy's backyard for one other person came over to see our show. And then we slept there that night. And Zippy slept on the couch with me. This dog was huge. And he like crossed his back legs and he just <laughs> drooled. Oh my God. And he would like, he liked to eat like j- large juice containers, like a big ocean spray or something. You know what oh I mean? Oh my gosh. Just stole my heart. Just stole my heart. I think if I ever did get a dog, I'd get an English bulldog. I know, I know, I know. The first thing everybody says to me is like, oh, they sure cost a lot of money. <laughs> oh, I get it. But I'm going to get rich soon off this podcast that has no ads, you guys. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. No, I think you're uh, so so what you're saying is yeah, like uh Zippy turned he flipped the deck for me. Right. And, and then was because he was chill and because he was like not jumping on you and not being wild. I mean, hey, well, listen, I know you enjoy Josie in the backyard throwing fetch. You, you don't necessarily shy away from that, but if you you're saying if you were to have a dog, you would want a more relaxed, more kind of like lazy lazy dog. Yeah, I just want like a oh, barely can be inconvenienced to get up and poop, you know what I mean? <laughs> just Let's just keep it low, mellow. Right. But that's just what I needed. I needed, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, when you look at Dave Matthews' band catalog, you're like, wow, how many times can he play at the Gorge? And you need somebody to hold your hand and say, no, come here, come here. You need to listen to <laughs> Under the Table and Dreaming. You know what I mean? You need you need, a, you need to get handheld into it. And Zippy held my hand into Loving Dogs. And now I've got so many dogs in my life. That's right. Mainly Josie. That's and uh, I've got Josie and dog got my brother and sister in law's dog oh, Prince, yeah. probably the best trained dog in the whole world. Wow, Prince. We have my sister has a dog with her fiance and Ron. It's a huge German Shepherd. Oh my gosh, it's huge. Yeah, we yeah, got lots totally. of dogs. Lots of dogs, yeah. A little Cornelius. That's, that's got the thing. All. You don't have to have a dog right in your house. You can just hang out with friends who have dogs. Just go to the dog park. It's all. It's all yeah, good. I'm never gonna get a dog. I don't think I'm. Gonna get a dog. You think I'm? You think I'll get a dog someday? I don't you know. I feel like old? it's not really your choice since you have kids. It's gonna be like it might be something that they come up with. And uh, I know I my know. son wants a hamster. He tells me every day. 
Yeah, he was starting small. Get him a rat. Come on, get in the, get back to the rat game, Brian. Oh my like, god! Oh, yeah. Wait, can we talk about how bonkers the rat <laughs> thing was? Yeah, I mean, I don't, Last... think, we're, I don't think we're gonna do a rat episode anytime soon. So go, okay, let's do some rat stuff. Think about this, Neil. Think about this. All right, you. Ha- I'm thinking in a parent's perspective. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I was a kid in like fourth grade. We had a class rat, and it was the end of the year, and I won a drawing that said, "Hey, I got whiskers." corniest name for a rat ever white rat (laughs) and my teacher just said no food no anything just gave me the whole the whole um little like cage with whiskers in it and i just came home with it on the bus for the last day of school and i was like hey i have a rat now nobody called home to a parent nobody anything to be like hey are you able to take this rat do you want this rat just you get the rat Peace out. I think about that all the time. I was like, that's just, nuts. Just good luck. This will probably be okay. Yeah, let's roll the dice. This kid looks like he could. He'll Actually, I think the teacher probably was like, hey, this kid needs a friend for the summer. I'm going to rig it and yep. give this kid the rat for free. Maybe rats are just like really indestructible too, or it's just like they're just going to survive, you know? Like, oh, true. Yeah. They're, they're just, you know, they, they, they must be time tested in that kind of way. But that's nice. A teacher uh, hooked you up with a little buddy, a little rat. Buddy. I trained the rat to sit on my shoulder and I'd walk around the house. Oh my gosh. We got to get a picture of that. I need to see a picture of you with a rat <laughs> on your shoulder, like ratatouille or some stuff like that. Yeah. yeah put it under my little chef hat. <laughs> that's fantastic. All right, Neil. Let's yeah. get. I've I've gone. Anyways, we've, That's we've drawn the line here. Yeah, we know that I didn't come. I, you know, people also. We have people at shows too. They like. We have a song about dogs. We have a bunch of songs about cats. And people at shows, they're always like, "Hey, do you want to hear about my cat? Or do you want to like see pictures of my dog?" And I'm always like, "Not really, but you're gonna show me anyway." So yeah, just send them, send them to me. I'll, I'll humor them a little bit. Send more. them to Neil, you guys. Dogs and NBA go Neil's yeah. way cats maybe not so much all right we're gonna we're gonna get into our calls here brian and and let's we're gonna do something new this week where we listen to a number of them in a row especially because these first four kind of hit on some similar topics some similar vibes so we're gonna listen to we're coming in with the straight cute right away we're getting we're getting cute with it right away so we're gonna listen to four right off the bat here and then we'll chat about that all right so let's uh let's jump into these first callers hello my name is bennett from minnetonka minnesota the best thing about dogs is that they're always cute. Some have floppy ears, some have cuddly fur, and some have big eyes. Bye. Hi, my name is Annabelle, and I'm from Pennsylvania. And why I think dogs are great is because give you cuddles and blubbery kisses. And they're really cute, and I'm your number one fan. Bye. Hi, my name is Harriet, and I live in St. Paul, and I am from Minnesota. Um, I like dogs because they're cute and fuzzy, and, and they like to play. That's my voicemail. Hi, my name is Cynthia, and I'm here with my daughter, Audrey. She's four years old, and we're from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And we love our dogs because they are so cute and so silly, and they make us so happy. Shout out to our dogs, Zeus and Luna. We love you so much. All right. Thank you, callers. Thank you, uh, Bennett, Annabelle, Harriet, and Cynthia right there, Brian. What's up, y'all? 
Thanks yes. for calling in. Yeah, okay. So the main theme there, obviously, was dogs are adorable. Dogs are cute. Dogs are are just, just great to look at because they're so cuddly and fuzzy and they're just running around your house. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is you can have maybe like a stuffed animal or other like cute inanimate objects in your life. But dogs or pets are they're just adorable and they're alive and they're running around and, and doing stuff. And Neil, do you think every dog is cute? Uh, no, no, not not objectively, but I can I can I think there are that you can find cuteness in even the ugliest dogs by the way they act and stuff. But just, just yeah, you're all, saying just once look, you get in, once you get in the door. Yes, a little but bit. if you just look at a dog and you don't know anything about them, then maybe there's some there's some of them that are not not cute. But you know, I think as you mentioned, Brian, people love their dogs. So uh, I think Ooh. especially after it's been yours for a while, again, you're going to find all the cute things about that dog, and you're going to warm up to them and stuff like that. So. Uh, Yes, even the ugly dogs get love from their uh, from their owners over time. <laughs> getting that love, getting that dog love. Yeah, but okay. I um I like those dogs that are what do you call them? Hypoallergenic. I think you said it right. Yeah, hypoallergenic. Mm-hmm. No shed. Oh, that is great. Yeah, you Josie know, if sheds you, if you grew up with a mom that maybe had a little uh, a mom or a dad that was like waving their finger to a little bit of hair. Uh-huh. I mean, you got to uh-huh. get those hypo. The hypo dogs, hypo A. Yep. So you know, uh, cuteness is is a big part of of dogs for sure. They, uh, you know, they're cute just in the way they look, but then they just do cute stuff too. You know, whether that's when they're playing or fetching or something like that, or just doing dog stuff. You know, sometimes dogs aren't necessarily just interacting with you all the time. They can just be kind of roaming around the house doing stuff, or they fall asleep in a certain way in a, in, a, in a very cute pose. Or, uh, you know, they just get into a little bit of mischief, you know, and that, that can be cute and stuff. So that's one. Of, that's just one of the great things about dogs is that you kind of go through life with them and, you know, or maybe you're on a walk or something happens is adorable and stuff. So, yeah, the cute factor cannot be uh, cannot be understated. This is uh, all breaking my heart, Neil. Breaking my heart. <laughs> okay, we had two callers from Minnesota. Someday mm-hmm. we're going to fill up the whole voicemail, all Minnesota. We're just going to do Minnesota <laughs> episode. Boom. I love it. Hometown coming in. We got a Pennsylvania. What's up, Annabelle? But Cynthia, Neil, we haven't, uh, and uh, Audrey, UP. We UP. don't get to talk about the the Upers. Everybody's talking about the Mitten. Okay, nobody's talking about the Upers. That's right. They're representing up there. They let you know what area they're from. And if you're from the UP, you will never just say, "Oh, I'm from Michigan." No, you say, "I'm from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan." You represent that specific area. Yeah, we took it. We did a tour in January. Into the coldest places in the United States, lower 48. Why did we do that? I don't remember. Maybe to we challenge ourselves that... and, to, make, and to, 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 to harden our resolve. Yeah, we played specifically in North Dakota, South Dakota, northern Wisconsin, northern Minnesota, and then the UP. That was the last show, Neil, right? Because didn't it get canceled because of... Uh, it was like negative twenty six. Yeah, that was that was something else. Maybe we'll get back there and uh, and do it all again. But yeah, it was we've chilly. been up there. We know about your. We know about that. Oh, UP it's beautiful. Area. So much snow. Oh, it was great. Had a little pasty. All right, I'm chatty. Let's keep rolling. Hi, my name is Valerie. I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, my favorite thing about dogs is how much fun they have together. And my other favorite thing is I have three dogs, and my largest dog, Sadie, every time she sits down, I feel like she farts, and that's probably one of my favorite things. So thanks a lot, Cuckoo Kangaroo. Have a great day. Happy holidays. 
All right, thank you, Valerie, for that call. Shout out Pennsylvania. Pencil- yeah, where are you? Pennsylvania's so big. Are you Pittsburgh? She's everywhere. Are you, are you all? You're all over. She's are all over that place. Are you Hershey? Are you Scranton? <laughs> Hershey. Uh, all right. This call, I think, is interesting because, you know, uh, Valerie brings up, you know, dogs getting together, you know, dogs hanging out, um, you know, in a pack. <laughs> you know, they, they form a pack right away, she says. So Dogs that um, are friends. That's right. So I love that about dogs, too, that, you know, they don't always uh, they don't always like each other right away. And maybe there's some little skirmishes or something like that. But it's really awesome how dogs play together and wrestle a little bit or just get to be buddies. Um, uh, Josie's uh, best friend is my mom and dad's dog, uh, Maverick. He's a big, big, big collie dog. And, uh, you know, Maverick. It's, it's the dog that she sees the most in her life, uh, Josie. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's, they're her, adorable. that's her best friend. Yeah, and they're great together. One's very, very big, and Josie's kind of runty. So, you know, it's a funny sight to see them kind of wrestle and, and do their thing and, and get along. But, you know, I think, you know, not all dogs necessarily get along and like each other, but I think most do. And they find a way to make it work or just like, you know, wrestle a little bit or play. It's just fun to watch them. It looks like they're kind of fighting. But it's just like, you know, they're having you know, are fun. Dogs, are dogs friends like at the dog park or there's there like beef or like a territory? I've never even been to a dog park. I know. Mostly, I think they get along fine. I mean, that's why a dog park generally works. Kind of a nice off-leash area for, you know, any t- any sorts of dogs to get in there. You know, I think it's kind of like, you know, if you know your dog doesn't get along with dogs and you just don't bring them. So I think most dogs that are in there, they're, they're you know, kind of pre-screened in a way to, <laughs> to get along. But, you know, it doesn't always by the, by That's right. That's right. It's kind of an honor system situation, but uh, is yeah, a dog I think, a jerk or not? I think most dogs get along, you know. But you know, maybe if they don't have a lot of socialization, then they won't. But that's how you, they, sometimes that's how they got to learn, right? They got to get into a little bit of a battle, and they got to get their butt kicked really quick, you know, or something, and you know, kind of get shamed. And they're like, oh yeah, it's, I can't just act like that all the time. So that's part of it. Is you got they kind of got to go through the fire a little bit of I meeting other dogs. <laughs> But yeah, I like uh, I like when dogs meet each other and get to run around and get to fetch together and stuff like that. So uh, you know, dog parks is great great time for for other dogs to to hang out together and fetch and play and stuff like that. Neil, do dog farts work the same as human farts? Because I've ne- I've never experienced dog farts until we started recording all our songs over your house and Josie would sit like right underneath me, mm-hmm. and I just I'd get those little whiffs. I, they were like <laughs> silent. Oh, I'd just be, I'd be singing, you know, whatever our newest hit is going to be. And I'd just be like, hmm, I'm tasting it right now. Mm, oh, kibble. yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. I've, jo- Josie is definitely one of the stinkiest dogs I've been around. She lets them go. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty diabolical because you almost never hear them. I've like, I can count on one hand how many times in six years I've heard my dog fart, but, you smell them just all the time, so it's definitely the, the silent but deadly kind of like uh, sneaky farts, and uh, yeah, you just they just come out of nowhere. So uh, that is a funny thing about dogs too; they just have no shame. They have no, you know, they don't they don't play by our, us human rules of uh, you know of you know courtesy and stuff like that. They they have no idea that uh, that farts are are you know maybe considered uh, you know n- n- not good in, in a social situation. We messed up this whole episode, Neil. <laughs> this whole episode question should just been like tell us stories about your dog Farting. ripping toots, yeah, yeah. yeah ripping good cookies. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Dropping the fart. heat. Dog fart stuff. I think another caller talks about dog farts. That's funny. All right, let's get to our next one here from Katrina. Hi, this is Katrina, Neeson, and Luna. We're calling from Carlsbad, California. 
And I think the best thing about Luna is she's my little sidekick. We go for walks together. We rotisserie chicken together, which is her favorite. Um, and we make writing videos for kids together on Teacher Tink. So we have a lot of fun. And I'm so grateful that she's in my life. And thank you for featuring dogs and letting us share why we love them. Have a great day. Bye. Neil, you remember what happened in Carlsbad? What was the thing we had for the first time in Carlsbad, California? Uh, it's sort of ringing a bell. You have Cali to... burrito. Oh, okay. With French fries. Okay, Wait, so this is yeah. Orange County. Yeah, okay. Nice. Carlsbad, I think it's where like kneeboarding was invented or something like that. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Wakeboarding? That... No. Wakeboarding? Just, yeah, some boarding. Some sort of boarding happens. Some kind of thing where they say <laughs> dude. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Some extreme sports. Okay, do you think that they eat rotisserie chicken like Lady in the Tramp style? Like yeah, everybody grabs it. a side? Yeah, just like put it down, both sitting at the table, just like eating it together. I hope so. I would love a photo of that. That sounds uh, that sounds like some bonding right there, you know, just sharing a meal, sharing a chicken meal together. <laughs> Neil, I know you have a lot of heartfelt things to say about dogs, so I'm just trying to, after every call, just to, like, shake you from it. Just, like, let's throw you off the scent I know. Go back. Let's hear about the companionship. I know you have a whole novel written out. Let's no, go. I, yeah, I was just trying to, you know, just pull out I can here. see the tears in your eyes. It's so <laughs> sentimental. They're just pals. They're just, they go, they go on adventures together. They go on walks. Sidekick. She used the term sidekick. That's a great, that's a great term for for the dog you know so you know not everybody has other people that they live with even or you know especially these days in the pandemic times of you know not being able to see other people or interact with with folks you know a dog's not a person and uh you know that's so that's not not an exact uh replication of like your friends or something like that but hey it's it's a great it's a great second place it's a great it's the next best thing if you have a little buddy that's a dog or a pet that can uh live with you and uh Give you some, uh, give you some companionship, right? You think Man, a lot of people got dogs? In, I think a lot of people bought some dogs, which is a great in the thing. Rona City, yeah, get right. out there, go, uh, go rescue a pet, you know, go on a pet finder or something like that. And there's lots of dogs out there looking for pals. So yeah, that's what Katrina was writing about here, and uh, that's cool, especially when you eat meals together. That that's rad. So dogs are great because. They're they're pals with you. That's the thing, and and they don't even they don't even care who you are, right? They're not discerning. They just uh, they're just like oh, oh yeah, they care. They they're care. Just, <laughs> they they're silently judging you all along. <laughs> they're staring at you. <laughs> they just In the can't. Shower. They just can't tell you with words. You think that it, you think they like you, but really, they're they're uh, they are judging your character every moment. I know dogs are like rough rough. They're like they're the and somebody say oh it's such a cute little bark. And they're like man, I wish I had. A uh, more aggressive bark, so I could tell them how I really feel. <laughs> My bark is too cute, but really, I'm I'm, uh, I'm criticizing you right now. Dogs. All right. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Luna. Thank you, Luna. Thank you, Carlsbad. All right. Next caller. Hi, this is Mike from Stephen, Minnesota. Dogs can sense when you are not feeling happy or when you're feeling down, and they're always there to comfort you. You always can feel that, and they make you feel better. Thank you. Goodbye. Steve in Minnesota. Brian, where Ooh. is that? I'm Googling it. Okay, let's search. we got to find I'm out. using where, MapQuest. Where Whoa, is it's up there. It's up top. Oh, you mean it's the last city in the in the northern part of Minnesota? Yeah, you're a, you're a stone's throw, as the old folks say, wow. from old, old Canada. 
That's up there. What's up, Mike? Thanks for calling in. What kind Mike. of dog do you have? Yeah, Mike. Mike must have uh, an awesome, probably probably Mike's- like a outdoor dog, probably like a you know some sort of uh, like sled dog. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I'm thinking like a husky. I think it's like husky. a husky dog up there. Up in it's like a Canadian style dog or something. Um, but yeah, a dogs, big old mutt. Dogs make you happier. That's right. That's their thing. Sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, things aren't going great. Just look at your dog. Dog doesn't care. Dogs is like chilling. So it's just like, oh yeah, maybe I should be more like the dog and just kind of you know just relax a little bit and look at this dog. He's having a great time. And uh, I know this is com- comforting. Neil, I always wanted that. It's something I never got from my hermit crabs. You know. <laughs> yeah. Every time I was like feeling sad, something happened at school or. Hey Brian, you didn't make the hockey team for the eighth year in a row, and I'm like, oh, thanks Bloomington Kennedy hockey coaches. I could have been a somebody. I wish I had a dog to cuddle in, and all I had was like a Tamagotchi, and um, you know my hermit crabs. But yeah, you yeah. had banned it. I'm sure the I'm sure the rat wasn't too much better either in that, right? I mean, those little beady eyes can't really show too well, much whiskers emotion. Whiskers died, and then and then I got Jake. He oh. was a blue rat later, but then he died too. A blue I rat. A, I need. Well, it was like blue gray. Okay. But anyways, these dogs can they really make you feel better? I, mean, I think in? so. I mean, it's just nice to have again, just especially if you have a connection with that dog, you know. And uh, again, dogs are just so. You know, the thing about dogs, and this gets into the difference between dogs and cats, and one of the reasons I like dogs more than cats is that they are just so oblivious and so so dumb in a good way, right? It's just like just the, the, the issues of the world, they are, are just roll off. They are not complicated in any kind of way. Cats are very, you know, they're, they're, there's more there. They're more... Uh, you know, there's there's a lot more there's a lot more sass there. There's a lot more side eye with a cat, right? They're a lot more moody. I feel like, whereas dogs, no matter you just sit down on the floor and they're wagging their tail and running up to you, or they want to fetch and stuff. So, I like that dogs are a little more simple. In Neil, their I can't ways. believe you just did that. We're gonna alienate a huge fan base from our <laughs> band now. It's over. Well, listen, the ruse is up. The ruse is up, Neil. We, we've been saying it in interviews for years and years and years. People ask us if we're cat people and stuff like that, and we're like, you know, yeah. nobody reads local newspapers, Neil. It's it's done. This is this is published on the internet already. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think the I think it's the over, the Farmington Neil. the Farmington Times is worldwide these days, Brian. <laughs> The farm is that what it's called? Yeah, is that what your yeah, local it was. newspaper's called? Yeah, yeah, the Farmington Times. Ours was the Bloomington Sun Current. Ooh, I like a hyphen. Hyphenated in there? Sun dash current? Or was it? I don't know. I delivered it. I was was newspaper five years. Five years. I delivered it. Wow, with the rat on your shoulder and everything. That's that's cool. That's like a movie. I wore my helmet. (laughs) Sometimes at night, I'd tape a flashlight to the top of my helmet. Everyone just calls you Rat Boy. Hey, Rat Boy's here. Get the paper. Yes. All right. Thank you, Mike, from way up north, calling, calling with that uh, with that voicemail about comforting dogs. All right. Uh, let's get to our next one. Hi, my name is Brimley, and I am from Ohio. And the best thing about dogs is that they love you, they cuddle you, and they stink you up, especially basset hounds. Bye. Love your show. All right. Thank you, Brimley. All right, Brinley. Uh, I think Brinley really has a basset hound. I think Brinley has a basset hound. I don't know. 
big loud dog. My next door neighbor has a basset hound, and I hear that dog on the daily. You guys, if you don't know about basset hounds, they are some <laughs> of the loudest. What was that dog called? Max. Max. Max, right next door. Yep. All Max. I hear is your neighbors every time over there has been, "Shut up, Max." Max. Yeah, Max is very, very, um, you know, opinionated and uh, has a lot to say, and uh, just bellows, just the loudest, just, just, it's just like uh, it's a, it's a. Um, you know, it's a part of the sound spectrum that many dogs cannot get to. Basset hounds can access that area. It's just just this amazing sound. Too yeah, loud. I know though. the answer is going to be no, but have you ever seen Sweet Home Alabama with Reese, Reese, Reese Witherspoon? I have not. No, and that's an, is that a nice little uh, romantic well, comedy right there, Brian? I mean, it is an AMC favorite. Ooh, you know, ooh. you know how I am about AMC. Uh huh. But I think the Basset Hound in there, his name is Max too, and they always say, "Shut up, Max." Uh, it's always going. <laughs> you know, we're in the holiday season right now, Brandon. I think, um, I think the Grinch uh, and the Grinch's dog Max really, really, uh, you know, really. Wait, is that it. is Max a Basset Hound? In no, the no. I'm just saying. I think a lot of people name their dogs Max, Max. because of the Grinch. You know. But yeah, that's not a basset hound. But yeah, Brinley wants to let us know that. I think this one's interesting because Brinley's saying that she thinks it's great that her dog stink. I think she said stinks you up. Yeah, stinks so, uh, you up. Uh, that's you know they again. Snuggle that, in. That's funny. I think that's good. You know, someone else mentioned uh, the, the the dog farts, and I think this is kind of in that same thing too, where it's just like, you know, the dogs have just this personality of their own, and uh, even though they stink. We still love them so much, you know, that that stink doesn't get in the way of how much we enjoy them. We just can make fun of them for that a little bit like I do with How Joseph. often do you bathe a dog? Some people, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what the, you know, what you're supposed Criteria. to do. But I think most dogs don't really need a bath, you know. Ever? I mean, it depends. I, I don't know. Josie doesn't get too many baths, but she's just like an indoor dog and... You know, she just like goes outside to go to the bathroom and that's really goes on walks. So I don't know. I should probably give her more baths, but she gets like a bath a year, like when in the, in the summer, in the summer, she gets a bath once and that's about it. But, you know, it depends on how clean you want your dog to be and depends on the situation you're in. Maybe they're in the mud all the time. But yeah, Josie's pretty much an always indoor dog. So she doesn't need too many baths. But yeah, I guess if your dog, if you got a stinky one, you might need to. Might need to wash them up a little bit more, Brindley. You know, if uh, if your dog, you know, especially if it's gonna be cuddling you and you don't. No, enjoy but that that's stink. what she says she loves about her dog. I, I so think you're don't right. Give your dog a bath. <laughs> Keep the stink alive. Gus Gus got to give uh, Prince a bath one time, oh. and it was one of the joys of his very short-lived life so That's far. That's fun. And, and you know, some dogs, you know, I don't know that dogs love a bath, but they definitely are more into a bath than maybe a cat would be. Cats, like, just don't like getting wet at all, whereas, like, I think a lot of dogs enjoy. It's kind of fun. They, like, chase the water out of the hose and stuff like that. Like, dogs like baths a little bit more, I think. Well, in, I think the in most everything I know about dogs and then cats generalizes from homeward bound like i think i watched that movie so much and i'm like there's there's shadow dogs and there's wait what's the michael j fox chance chase chance chance shadow chance and then sassy the cat sassy sassy oh my gosh why couldn't i get that right movie for me too i know those characters (laughs) um and did you wait did you have you seen ever did you watch uh homeward bound 2 no no what's that one about well, Neil, I'm not going to try to spoil it too much for you, but uh, the dogs get left alone. Oh, and they no. Have to, they oh, have to no. try to get home. Not again. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know where they came up with the premise. It can't kind of came out of left field. 
Um, same with Home Alone. I just don't know how they thought of Home Alone 2. It just mm-hmm. really was a stretch there. So. Yeah, man, sometimes you got to get creative and really, you know, take something out of left field for the sequel. Oh, you just got to do it, you know. All right, I ran to, uh, we, we're, we are bantering, Neil. We got to go. We are buddy bantering. All right, next caller. <laughs> next caller. Hi there, this is Seth and Kate from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are brand new dog parents as of about two months ago. And we've got some stuff to say about dogs. We think that they're snuggly. That's a wonderful thing. They're also always down to play. They affirm my decisions, and they love me no matter what. They also make me go outside living a healthier lifestyle, and they're happy to see me when I come home. And they'll play with me whenever I want. They ultimately bring me as much joy as I ever need. And I can tell them anything without being judged. All right. A lot of good stuff there from wow, Seth. Wow, Seth had a couple Seth. too many cups of coffee there. Thank Whoa. you. Thank you, Kate, who is uh, in there somewhere, uh, I think. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Seth Seth was on one right there. He, he was very – I, I might say, Brian, that uh, Seth likes dogs. Seth, it sounds like. I mean, he he typed it up on the typewriter, and he read it out to us. He, mm-hmm. he loves – he loves – them dogs. Absolutely. And, you know, he, he brought up some things that a few others have said. You know, they're snuggly and, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, they're good uh, companions. But, you know, I like, I like what he said about, um, you know, how you can tell them anything without being judged. That's a good one, too. Like, they're like the, your secret keeper. That's right. They're just right there looking at you most of the day. They're around. And, uh, you know, even if you have a deaf dog like I do, you can just, uh, you know, let them know some ideas you might have or, uh, you know, some emotions that you're feeling and, uh, you know, just get some stuff off your chest. Uh, your dog is always there to listen. Does Josie get all the cuckoo ideas before I get to hear them? Yeah, typically I will I'll run them by her and uh, make sure that there's nothing, you know, too too out there. Make sure there's nothing that... Uh, too risque. Yeah, or, or, or something that's already been done before that I didn't even think about, so... Yeah, sometimes you got a you got a, a dog can be a sounding board for you in that kind of way to bounce some ideas off. So the healthier like, lifestyle that's the legit thing of like, mm. hey, you got to go out every single day, no matter what. Yes. Whereas like a human child will just exhaust you to the point where you, you want to stay in. Like a, yeah. A weathered human, and you don't want to see your other friends anymore. A dog's like, let's go, let's keep it moving. I got to poop. Let's go. I've always seen people like it's like the coldest day of the year. It's dark out. It's yeah. 5 a.m. I'm awake for some reason looking outside my friend door being like, ha ha, sucker, you got to walk your dog. But it's like for them, it's like, nah, I would never leave my home. I'd be I'd be just playing Mario Kart for years unless I had my dog. So I, True. I get it. I get it. True. The outside part, that's, that is a big thing. That uh, That's something I could speak to directly for sure. Is, you know, I, I, Josie definitely gets me out of the house more than I would normally. We try and do a walk every day if it's not too cold or too snowy. But, uh, yeah, that's great. Because, yeah, the dog, I mean, that's the best place to play. It's nice if you got a lot of room indoors. Maybe you got like a basement or something to throw the ball around in. But, hey, if you got a backyard or go to the park or a dog park or something like that, that's even better. That's more more space for the dog to run around, maybe some socialization. So it's good for the dog and it's good for you because you get to get out there and get some fresh air, stretch your legs, maybe meet somebody who knows, you know, that kind of thing. So, yes, the getting out of the house healthy lifestyle is also very important awesome thing about dogs say thank you seth thank you kate the best thing about dogs 
is there not cats? <laughs> Boris from Canada. Boris, this sounds like this sounds like a like a Chick Fil A ad. Oh. Like a cow telling you to eat more chicken. Oh my gosh, great analogy. Yes, totally. That is what's happening here. Some someone named Boris is calling all the way from Canada. We have a lot of Canadian listeners to this podcast. There might be more Canadian listeners than any other country combined. <laughs> combined, Boris from Canada. I, I think I think that's why we talked about Boris and Cat Party is because Boris was Canadian. We were just mm-hmm. we we're just afraid of the fan base we could have if we let the Canadians in, and we've let we've let them in our hearts, and it's filled up. That's right. Now they're calling our calling our podcast all the time. All right, Boris. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we wanted to put this one at the end here because. There's a very kind of a big divide between cat people and dog people. We talked about this a little bit already, but, uh, you know, there uh, some people are very, very strong on one side or the other. Now, I've never had a cat and, and probably will never have a cat, but when I see when I go into someone's house or when I meet, like, another cat, another pet, someone else's pet, I'm, I'm into it. I want to see what the cat can do. I like to get the little stick with the dangly thing at the end and whip that around. I like how cats will sort of... You know, chase a little thing. But again, I feel like that is also a, a dog owner's way of playing with a cat. You know, I'm like, oh, let's get the fetch going. So I think I'm approaching it from a, a dog owner uh, sort of mentality. Um, no, I'm down. Kind of I know what you're saying, Neil. Yeah. Every time, you know, we, we're on the road all the time. Oh, yeah. For a long time before we started sleeping in our car and in uh, La Quinta's, you know, we were sleeping on people's floors. You know, we were saying from at the, we'd play our little set. We'd be like, and Awesome Rainbows is done. And we'd say, does anybody have a floor we could sleep on? And usually that person raising their hand had a lot of pets. A mm-hmm. lot of pets, no just, doubt. Just like Zippy. That's how we met Zippy. That's how we met Zippy. We've met so many things. So, you know, I, Neil, I got to tell you something. If if I'm going to get a dog, I'm also going to get a cat at the same time. I'm just okay. going to show people up. I'm like, there can be unity here. Let's bring the world together. Yeah, introduce them together. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, we, you're, you're saying we meet a lot of animals because we stay with people or... Yeah, and then uh, you know, so you know, it's it's uh, cats. They're just not my cup of tea as far as uh, having a companion in the house. Again, I think they're a little too aloof. They're a little too doing their own thing. It's like they live here with you, but there's not as much sort of companionship. And I know, again, we're gonna get all the we're gonna get all the voicemail. We're gonna get all the email from the cat people in here saying, "You can no, say no, that's no, the no, best no, thing no. about cats. That's great." Some people dig that. Yeah, some people love that part about cats. So it's kind of to each their own, obviously. But for me, I wanna I wanna pet that can like throw the ball around with, wrestle a little bit, you know, they're going to be more energetic and more like high energy for you. So it's all about kind of what you're looking for in a, in a fuzzy companion. You in need your life. a llama, Neil. Ooh, you, ah, that is interesting. I could just a backyard llama, maybe, uh, or you're saying in the home. Well, I, I mean, got the guest bedroom. House, the ceilings are a little low. No, your ceiling, you have one ceiling that's kind of tall, but yeah, it could I be think the llama be room. Outside. I think you should add a llama. You should okay. get a llama too. Let's well. do it. Yeah, and then um, and then that will give us enough content for the llama episode um, some sometime here in 2021. Good call. Boris, thanks for being sneaky and calling in. Thank you very much, but, Boris. But we know you're a cat. <laughs> we, know, we know you're not a human. We know you're not a cat. Hey, uh, what else you got? You got any last last words about dogs, Neil? That's it for me. Anything else for you? I mean, I think we, we hit on all the wonderful things about uh, about dogs and and you know why people like them and why why I like them and why we like them and they're just uh, you know just just uh, to me it's all about the companionship. It's all about having a buddy in the house and 
someone that can uh, you know bring you some joy and uh, be a companion for you. So that now that, we were going to have favorite. the whole episode be about underrated famous dogs. Oh, but we did underrated board games previous, so we did a generalized dog episode. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking Shadow all the way. But you know, I can't. What's Airbud's name? Buddy. Oh, Buddy. Buddy. Yeah, I think Buddy. Yep. Airbuzz is a legendary dog for sure. Um, I like uh, McGruff, the crime dog. Um, of course. That's a good one. Uh, you know, just lots of commercial stuff. Uh, Clifford, I think, is a big, big fan dog. And they're making a, a, a movie of Clifford coming up soon. So, uh, you know, Clifford, the you know, childhood Clifford's book. about to hit the big screen. Yep, yep. So many great dogs. I mean, you, you, you uh, you've been watching the Paw Patrol, Brian. You know, you're very, you're well versed in the world of Paw Patrol. That's dog. I've world. actually never seen the show, but my kids know all of the names of the, the Paw books? Patrol pups from those little dollar store books that great grandma <laughs> gets us all the time. Great dogs. We've got Everest. You know, we've got uh, we've got Chase, Rubble, Rocky, Zuma, Sky. You know they're all there. Oh, they got. Uh, oh no, I was gonna say it was a Home Alone reference or in Home Alone, uh, Homeward Bound. But no, that's Chance, not Chase. Chance, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Chase, yeah. Chance, Chance. Who am I missing? Somebody, but whatever, it's all good. Oh, Marshall. Duh. Oh, of God, course, silly. Marshall. I was gonna say that. And then there's you know there's Tracker, the new edition, and the twins, and Robo Dog, and Ryder. You know, of course, all the people. All the best. I dogs. forgot about the Paw Patrol. All right, that's enough. That's appreciate enough about everybody dogs. sending in their voicemail uh, for this episode of Banter Buddies. Uh, for the next episode, episode four, we want to uh, uh, you know we want to talk about some holidays. And uh, for the next episode, we'd like you to call in and make up a new holiday. So give us a ring um, and, uh, and and leave a voicemail. You got to make up a new holiday and tell us what it's called and tell us um, how you celebrate this new holiday okay so make up a new one don't use an old one make sure you create an entirely new one the number for that is 612-424-0036 you know the theme right there there it is all right let's you got uh, it. let's recommend holidays neil holidays I, oh i can't wait coming coming soon we're gonna learn about some new holidays put your uh, put your creative Hats on, folks, and uh, make up some new stuff. There's a lot of uh, big holidays. There's a lot more small holidays, but uh, you know, I think it's uh, fertile ground for uh, coming up with even more. So I can't wait to hear what you come up with for new holidays. All right. Uh, right now, it's time to dive into recommendations. Neil. Brian. This is a, this is a great part of the podcast. I love recommending things to people. Yeah. But it's also realized I've realized in my life what a simple what a simple human I am and how little amount of new things I get to tell people about all the time. Yeah, well besides other podcasts. I think it's also, you know, I think you know so far I've done like a lot of media stuff to watch, stuff to listen to, stuff to read, that kind of stuff, but really a recommendation could be so many things. Um, you know, I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna start trying to think outside the box. I got a good one. Yeah, too. yeah. Because I was just thinking about this. I wanna, uh, I wanted to bring up something here, Brian, for uh, uh, a housewarming gift you recently gave me. Um, this isn't my recommendation, but this could be. This is an example of something that could be a recommendation. You gave me um, a spatula, 
And I got to say, I've been meaning to tell you this off mic or you know, not on the podcast, but we'll do it while we hit record is this is a this is a brilliant cooking utensil. It's the most like simple, just black rubber spatula, but it is so effective and I love using it. And so I want to say thank you for that spatula. But also that's a good example of what a recommendation could be. It could just be some kitchen tool that you use or something like that that you really dig. So that's a good one. Thank You're you for that. Wait, what? Did I give you the one that's like silicone all the way down? Yes, yes, yes. It's like one fluid piece. Oh, yep. those are incredible. Silicone, yes, not rubber. Yes, um, I, I cannot stand. I just want. That's all I want. I just want three great spatulas, full silicone. They're easy to wash, quick wash. Give them a little rinse. Boom, on the next thing. I don't. The wooden spoon thing. I'm just. I just. I'm not into the wooden spoons. I don't like the wooden handles on spatulas. It's like I want. You know, we've a. I like. I like a cast iron skillet, so we're in the past on that. And then, hey, we have some new technology over here. Let's use that. I'm glad you like that. Yes. Cheers. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Stuff like that. You know, stuff like that could be a recommendation next time around. All Um, right, what you got? What you got in your recommenders? All right, I am recommending this week a new app from Apple. I'm a big Apple um, fan, fan boy. You know, I got all the devices and oh, stuff you like are that. An Apple fanboy. I love the Apple. I love the stuff they make, and I love following the company and the decisions they make and stuff like that. So, um, I'm in the Apple ecosystem for stuff like that, and um, have been trying out their new uh, fitness uh, uh, service that they have out there these days. It launched like. Is that uh, why you're looking so good, Neil? Yeah, it's all <laughs> thanks to Apple. It's all thanks to Tim Cook and and the team over there. So, uh, yeah, so Apple Fitness Plus is an app that you can get on your devices now. If you have an iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, you can uh, you can watch that. And it's uh, workouts, you know. It's video workouts. Some fantastic instructors just shot beautifully. You know, it's that uh, it's that high-quality polish you get from Apple stuff typically. And it's, uh, it's video, you know. It's great. And uh, and it's, it's really cool. It's really easy to use. And that's my favorite. My favorite thing about it is how simple they make it for all any type of um, you know, any type of, you know, how, however into workouts you are, however fit or not fit you are, they make it easy to get started. They have like a uh, super uh, easy, like uh, just beginner mode and stuff like that. And what's cool about it is whatever workout you're doing, they have multiple people doing that workout and they're by like levels of involvement. So they have like the super pro, they have like the medium version, and then they have the person who's just getting started and they'll like be doing the different stuff differently for you so so you can it, like follow whoever's there exactly so there's there's a lot of like it's 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 it, i feel like it's a lot easier to get into because you you know a lot, i think a lot of these programs have like the super fit like instructor and you're just looking at them and and uh you know it's a little intimidating in that kind of way but apple fitness plus kind of makes it easy that way and they have um you know and they just have a wide range of different stuff too they have these dance classes they have um just core stuff there's just like yoga and guided movement and, and stretching and then i I've been doing some of their rowing. I have a rowing machine, so I've been using that. So it's just like no matter what kind of workout you're doing, no matter what gear you have, you don't need any gear. They have a lot of really good stuff for people without gear. So check out Apple Fitness Plus. I think you can use it for free for a month, and then it's like 10 bucks a month, or you can tie it into a different uh, package if you get if you have Apple Music or if you use Apple TV or whatever. So it's been really good, and I think, uh, you know, for, for uh, people that like dance into our jams, you might also – like to turn on Apple Fitness and do like a core workout or something like that afterwards or something. So check out the Apple A lot Fitness of people Plus. see on their Apple TV, they see those, you know, four-hour, oh, we filmed the Apple <laughs> presentation this year. Uh-huh. And you think to yourself, like me, who watches that? 
It's Neil. It's me. He I'm watching the keynotes. Like they're the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm watching the keynotes. I'm watching the Apple events, WWDC every year, all that stuff. So yeah, if you Woo-hoo. guys ever want to talk Apple nerdery, holla at me. Let's go, Brian. What Neil. what is your recommendation for this episode of Banter Buddies? What are we talking? I've been trying about? to make some lists. Okay. Yeah. My recommendation is a cold brewed coffee Ooh. made in Minneapolis, Minnesota, called Busy. Oh, that's a great name for for a caffeine product. B i z z y. Now I've I've only had the dark. I've only gotten the blue because I I like it dark. I like it bitter. Bitter. I like it just to hit hit everything at once. Just boom. Mm-hmm. But I make a lot of cold brew, like we've talked about in the past. I make a lot of cold brew, and I I like to buy. A bottle, like, you know, if we're, we're hitting the store, you know, we're getting, like, curbside pickup, things like that. I like to try a new bottle every once in a while just to see where I'm landing, you know, to test. You know, give me a break from my brew, my own cold brew and, like, just to try new things. And Busy, this dark, has been has been rocking it for me. And then I dug a little deeper. I'm like, these are Minnesota boys. You know, it's just the two founders that are running the company. And, Neil, they're the number one selling cold brew on Amazon. Wow. Like, what's up? Cheers. Wait, do they have a coffee shop or anything locally here, or they just do that one product? Je- well, they have four different styles, and then okay. they have an instant coffee, which I'm assuming their instant cold brew is probably like their biggest hit. But I think they're, I don't know, i got to look more into their company. This is this is a blind recommendation. Like This, this is cool. like, you know, I'm hoping there's not too many like dark things about their company. But no, but you've, you, you enjoy drinking it. I dig and, it. Oh, uh, the coffee is great. The coffee is wonderful. Great. And they it's have not four just different a, styles. And even yeah. though it's a Minnesota company, it's like you said, it's available on Amazon, so they can ship it to you. And you it's do, in do it it's in way. our. I, I have a tiny little grocery store that's uh, by my house, and um, they're itty bitty, and they have it there. And then I saw it at some of the larger grocery stores around. So maybe they just got a big distribution push just because it's good, you know? Yeah, it's busy. the good coffee. Just a great. There's name a little too. tiny cof- local coffee shop by my house that's there's only it's a one off. And they do really good cold brew, a 24-hour steep. But this busy, uh, they got it going on if you want to keep a bottle at your house. Well, and not... plastic bottles too, Neil. Oh, I'm come sick on. of a glass A glass bottle. is sometimes hard. So. Too heavy, too heavy. No, that's great. And, and you should take it from Brian too. Again, he mentioned it. He, he makes his own. So uh, you know, he, he knows his way around a cold brew. He knows uh, you know, what makes it good and stuff like that. So uh, that's, that's a good recommendation because you're not just uh, a cold brew novice. You, uh, you know your stuff. Well, I mean, you know the pour-over game, right? Mm-hmm. You're a pour-over game yeah. kind of guy. You're yep. all about the grind, the bean. We're learning Ben from the, you know, the Sleeping Souls. Like he knows coffee, mm-hmm. like yep. more than oxygen itself. So, but uh, I'm trying. I'm trying now. So that's that's what I got today. Busy coffee. The blue label's the dark. That's what I dig. Nice. We'll have a link to that uh, in show notes, and you can uh, order your own busy. All right, uh, fantastic. That's recommendations. Uh, let's let's uh, get into our game, everybody. Let's play game. All right, today's game. Uh, would you rather? It's a classic game. You know, it says it right there in the name. Everybody knows what "Would you rather" is. Would but you rather? That's right. Every uh, every episode of Banter Buddies, we uh, we play a game, and uh, this one is uh, kind of one that Brian and I will discuss between ourselves a little bit more. But obviously, you can play this game at home too, and and have your own opinions about these uh, these questions. So, and then I made them dog related too. So I took some 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 would you rather's and, and made them dog related for this uh, dog centric episode. 
of Banter Buddies. First Man, look one. Look at us playing a game that's themed out. Oh my <laughs> I love gosh, it. it's not a cuckoo kangaroo game. It's dog game, y'all. All right, first one here. Would you rather have a dog that drools everywhere or farts all day? Brian, if you one had a dog, other, right? so pick if they one. Fart, if they fart all day, then they never drool. That's right? right. That's right. You don't get the mess of the drool, but then you would have a stinky dog yeah, walking around all the time. So you know which which one which one are you think? See, I've never had a dog in my house for like longer than a day, so I don't mm-hmm. know about the. I'm gonna say drool. I'm going drool. You'd rather have the drool dog. I think the scent would like kind of throw me off my vibe of the day all the time. You might get used to it though, but I think the drool is just something like okay, it's a banana peel, it's a slip, you know, no big deal. A little, a little, uh, little washcloth, maybe a bandana for the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, as, what you got? As I've mentioned, I kind of, you know, I have the I have the fart all day kind of dog, and for me, it, it works fine. So I'm going to stick with the fart all day dog. Um, I, and again, I have experience with the drool dog. My, again, the aforementioned uh, Maverick, my uh, my parents' dog. This dro- this dog, as soon as he finishes gulping down some water, like the like next ten feet wherever he walks is just a trail of drool. And um, you know, it's it's uh, you get over it, you figure it out, you put down some strategically placed towels, and uh, most things are okay. But at the same time, when you're walking walking through the house and you just step in a weird wet spot. Um, and you know it's probably drool. It's really off-putting. So uh, you know you, you can. So I'm uh, saying this knowing nothing about dogs. Neil. You're saying <laughs> okay. that my decision was wrong. No, I, no. We, we both have opinions on this. It's okay. There's no right answer on any of these, you guys. It's okay. It's just whatever you want. So, uh, but I just you know I just would rather deal with the deal with the stink and not have to clean up the floors quite as much. But uh, that's just me. Neil, if you're going to talk about farts multiple times in the show, you got to say. Like writing a novel, you got to say fart differently. You got to say like toot city. Uh-huh. You got to be like the smelly squeakies, you know, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I like how you said flatulence earlier. That's that's probably the best fart word there is. Everybody start using <laughs> flatulence ultimate. more. Okay. Right. Yeah, next one here. Uh, would you rather have the body of a human and the head of a dog or the body of a dog and the head of a human? This one's trippy. This is this one's out there. This is thinking about becoming another creature, multiple creatures here. <laughs> yeah, this is like new level centaur. You know, this yes. is like this is on the next thing. Now, do I answer first? Can I do that? You can. I know where I'm going right away. Mm-hmm. I'm going. I'm going body of a dog, head of a human. Okay, why is that? Just because you can get some real speed going. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of want to just be able to move faster, but then you can still chit chat mm-hmm. and um, and talk. You know, so. Yeah. That's it. Also, the color blindness too. You know. Yes. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm with you. I think. I think. Uh, I think we're, we're on the same wavelength here. I think it'd be great to still have the head of a human, because then I would assume you still get to be like smart, and you still get to like have the brain of a human too. You know, and uh, you know, so yeah, I, I think that's the way to go. Because if you had a human body and a head of a dog, you'd be like, okay, great, I got this human body, I got my fingers, and I can like run and walk and reach stuff and everything. But you might have just like the mind of a dog, and it wouldn't even matter because it would just everything would just be so simple or whatever. And you just but you could pick stuff up. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to still be able to pick stuff up and have opposable thumbs, but. Uh, you know, like you mentioned too, I like the idea of having all fours on the ground and living life that way a little bit, and being able to sprint around. It's you know, you get the fun physicality of of, of dog stuff with the mind of a, of a real human. 
Love it. Got it. Okay, good. What do you, hopefully, you guys. What do you guys think out there? Which one? You, which one are you guys going to go with? Everybody probably chose the opposite. Yeah, we're the only ones. <laughs> All right, next one. Would you rather have a big ugly dog that just loves to cuddle you, or a small, lap-sized, adorable dog? Who does not love to cuddle and will just like you know wants to sleep in his own bed all the time and never wants to be on your lap despite the size the perfect size for your lap. Neil, oh, I can't believe you did this. Cuteness is so subjective, Neil. Why would you? <laughs> why would you portray what cute dog media has been telling us to like all these years? I know. I'm just. I'm just furthering these unrealistic, um, you know, expectations, expectations of, of our pets. You know, and sort of what beauty is. Shame on you. Ugh, I Shame can't believe on it. you. I can't believe it. But you know, I guess like ugly could also mean like stinky. We talk about stink a lot. Basically. A dog that you kind of don't want to cuddle you because of aesthetic reasons getting close to you. Um, We're talking non non Paris Hilton dog. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know which one seems more appealing to you, Brian. I mean, I feel like you don't want to cuddle. You you would rather you would probably take the big. Uh, excuse me. You'd rather have the dog that does not like to cuddle. You just, oh no, what? You just want no, to run I'm, with it. I am a cuddle monster. <laughs> I, I am. Like, I like animals on my body. I mean, I, I guess you do actually with the rabbit. No, I'm shoulder. saying, but. Would you rather have the? Oh yes, I think I think I'm. I definitely would choose the first one. I want a big, old, snuggly. I want. I definitely want an old dog. Like I like an old dog that's yeah. just gonna. Just, As we said, just calm. I just want a yeah. I just want a big dog. I want him to be lumpy and and <laughs> I definitely want a dog that every single person has like passed on. Like they're like, Ugh, that's your dog? And I'm yes. like, yeah, this is my dog. I this love this dog so much. Because that also means people won't come up to me and talk to me and try to like pet my dog. I'm like, get out of my face. Like just let me have my time with the person I love the most, my dog. That's what I, that's what I choose. Yeah, I agree with you here. You know, uh, Josie does not like to cuddle. She kind of is is the latter of this one. She's not, she's a little bit bigger than lap size. She's kind of like a medium dog, but she is a blue healers and cattle dog. They, they don't, they're not cuddlers. They're trying to, they're trying to work. They're trying to run. <laughs> they're trying to work in that. Yeah. They're trying to, they're trying to work on these cattle out here. Um, but, uh, you know, she's trying to fetch. She wants to keep it, keep it going. You know, she wants to be running, but, uh, you know, so it'd be nice to have a change of pace, even if it was a you know kind of a grosser dog. I would like to cuddle. Give me a cuddle dog. Give me one that just curls up next to me on the couch while I watch the NBA and likes to be pet. So uh, yeah, as a change of pace answer, I think uh, yeah, well I would go. I would go with the cuddle big dog too. Big old dog. All right, last one here. Would you rather? Last one. Would you rather eat a dog treat or chew on a tennis ball? You as a human, think of think of you and just just you know. What if I could li- fit the tennis ball in my mouth, yeah, or like maybe one of the maybe it has to balls. maybe it has to be a smaller sized one. But you know, you know, a tennis ball, you know, it's probably you know, it, it would still be kind of gnarly and gross to do that. But I think a lot of people, you know, really don't like the idea of eating a dog treat. And what dog treat would it be? I guess it would be a relatively innocuous one. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna taste like uh, you know pepperoni Neil? necessarily. It's kind of a plain dog treat, but it still is a dog treat. You still have to consume dog food essentially. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some insider trading knowledge here. Okay, okay. On how I know about dog stuff, mm-hmm. it's a greenie chew treat. Oh Wait, boy, is that is that a treat or yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's like a brand. That's like a style of treat where like uh, it's supposed I know, to be good I know, for I know the so dog's much about teeth. dogs. Yeah, you're you're a dog dental hygiene expert. 
That's what it is. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm going I'm a, I, I'm I got a I got a weird oral fixation. I'm always <laughs> I'm biting my nails. I'm a nail biter, guys. Uh-huh. I'm a nail biter. I'm chewing I'm the pen cap chewer. I am the toothpick annihilator. So I'm going tennis ball all the way. Yeah, you know, it would be I think it'd be hard on the jaw. You know, I'm worried about jaw pain here. And we're not saying you have to chew it forever. It may be just like ten minutes or something like that, you know, just maybe five minutes. Put that ball in your mouth and gnaw on it for a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. I'm not real excited about the idea of eating a dog treat. You know, I'm worried it might uh, upset my stomach and uh, give me a weird poop or something like that. So I'd rather just, uh, you know, suck it up and put that put that tennis ball with its crazy, like, synthetic smells and stuff. Put that in my mouth, chew on it for five minutes, and, and have it be done with. And uh, I don't know. It sounds like you would actually enjoy it, though, Brian. I'm just trying to say which yeah, one I'd rather get wait. out of the way, whereas you're saying this would become, oh, enjoy the this would become a reoccurring, uh, you know, oral fixation thing for you. Now, see, I don't like all the super gross stuff, but I am down for a good dare. So if it's like, hey, you got to, like <laughs> – you got to drink some toilet water. Hey, you got to eat this dog treat. <laughs> I remember at camp all the time, like, oh, who's going to eat this worm? And I was like, yeah, I totally, I will definitely eat a worm for some notoriety. No oh, doubt. You're the worm guy. Oh, no. Oh, yes, of course. I will go for it. You would be good on Fear Factor then. No, that's what I'm saying. That's too much. <laughs> that's too much. They're like, that's the ultimate hey, dare not show. Just, not just one centipede. Would you like to like lay a in bowl. a thousand yeah. of them? And they, oh, 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 no, <laughs> too much. Too much. Also, Joe Rogan would probably, he'd. He'd say something. Yeah, you might not want to hang out with him. Um, all right, that's Would You Rather. Let us know uh, what Neil, did I win? Ones. Yeah, uh, well, it's not that kind of game. But, yes, you did win. You did win. We'll give you the We'll give you the trophy. This oh, my week, gosh, man. I love it. I love it. I beat you so bad, Neil. You did it. <laughs> oh, man, I'll try to get Take better. That. I'm going I'm to practice more before the next game. And, uh, Take you know, that. Yeah, you're so competitive, Brian. All right, uh, let's uh, let's let's update people with what's uh, new with Coup before we get out of here, Brian. Before we wrap up this episode, what is new in the world of Cuckoo Kangaroo? What do we need to tell the well, people about? Neil, when we have a a biweekly show, mm-hmm. you got to be generating a lot of outside content to fill up this new with Coup. Oh so right gosh. now, the hopper isn't totally full, but you just wait, twenty twenty one. If you were like, hey, I'd like some more Cuckoo Kangaroo stuff, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, it's on the horizon. It is It is approaching very, very soon. We have been creating things for most of 2020, at least the second half here, and we're, we're prepping. We're Safely. getting ready. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it in a safe way, and we're prepping. So there's a lot that's going to be coming soon. We can't really divulge all the details because they have to be rolled out in a very specific way. But uh, you know, you, you, will, be, you will be seeing uh, new Ooh, stuff from so us. So mysterious, Neil. So soon, yes. So we have the New Year's um, Eve show. You guys get a ticket, on-demand mm-hmm. show. You can watch it December 30th through January 2nd. It's our first time ever doing something like this. It's going to be fun. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a cuckoo show with lots of crazy backgrounds. But um, then we got some more. Uh, we got some dance-along videos coming up, Neil, and we're heading into the green screen studio to make some more. Oh, yeah, we'll have some more of those. And, yeah, we got we got we got to make them many months ahead of time, so... Uh, here in the next weeks, we'll be uh, we'll be on the green screen studio making more. So never fear, more of those videos are coming your way. And then additionally, this is not a cuckoo thing, but um, I'm a big fan of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and uh, they have started their season 
And um, in addition to this podcast, I have another podcast about the Timberwolves with my brother Scott. We sit down every week and talk about the Wolves and have some fun and make up some fun stuff. It's very kind of similar to this show. We play a game. We recommend some stuff. Um, it's called Wolves Cast. So if you just search for that wherever you get your podcasts, if uh, you're from Minnesota or just enjoy the Timberwolves, it's kind of very specific. It's not for everybody. If you don't follow, if you don't follow the Timberwolves, you probably won't enjoy it. It's kind of very specific. But maybe you just love my voice so much that you I want to hear me you. every single week, every Friday. Um, Neil, you, so you tell every person, every person should have a podcast. That's right. This was, the, this was, I believe, the first one that I made. So, yeah, Wolves cast. So it's one about one of my favorite things, which is the Timberwolves. I'm excited about the NBA. The Wolves are 2-0 as we record this. So they're, uh, they're surprisingly good right now. That's right. Yep. So uh, please check out the Wolves cast podcast. Uh, hopefully you enjoy that. Neil, usually right, before uh, we talk, I Google something about the Timberwolves to make it sound like I'm smart and following along. <laughs> I didn't do that. So I'm sorry. Uh, well, they're 2-0. So I said, there you go. That's what you can say. You can say Wait, oh, can I tell somebody some stuff about what I'm doing? What are you doing, Brian? What do you got coming out? What's your thing? I bought a 25-pound bag of rice from Costco, and I'm almost done with Ooh. it. That is a huge bag of rice. Congratulations, Brian. Yep. You know those ones you see when you're like, yep, that's what a restaurant buys. I bought it. and Wow, that is done. so much rice. What kind of I'm rice do you done. say it was? This one is uh, it's like a longer white grain but um, I've gotten the brown nice. strand in, uh, in the past, and um, I'm, I'm thinking about being a 25-pound bag kind of person. All right. Well, man, if I need what some scoops, think? I'll come on over and get a pound or two, if you don't mind. Uh, I'll, I hope I have some left. All right. You were going to wrap it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a good show. Good show. We talked about dogs. Talked, played a game. Recommended dogs. some things. We did it all. Um, appreciate everybody listening and calling in. We need to say thank you to our good friend Kidzy, aka Neilzy, aka Other Neil, uh, Neil Zumwald, for creating our theme song to this show. You know Neil Zumwald for making essentially all of the Cuckoo Kangaroo songs ever. You've um, ever heard. Yeah, yeah. He he does all the production. He makes the beats for all those, and then we make words and, and ideas and put them on top of them. So, um, he's he's a good dude. We've known him for a long time. He was in a band called Zebra Zebra, and um, we're gonna keep yeah. saying thanks. Yeah, we want to shout him out to let him know that we love him and that hopefully you guys like his theme song too. So uh, yeah, check out uh, Neil Zumwald. He puts out original music as well. Is, it, is he put all under Neil Zumwald? Is that the best it's way? It's under to no. Find it's under music? Neil Z. Neil Z. Uh, yeah, just uh, parental warning on Neil Z. Yeah, yeah, screen that stuff first. Check out Neil Z. Um, and then, yes, make sure you give us a call, 612-424-0036. Make up a holiday. Tell us what it's called and how you celebrate your holiday. That's what we'll be talking about on the next episode of uh, Banter Buddies, everybody. But, again, thanks for joining us again. Neil, Appreciate thanks for talking listening. with me. Brian, thanks for bantering with me here on this beautiful snowy day in Minnesota. And, I'm pumped uh, to banter yeah, about holidays. That's right. New holidays. Can't wait to hear what you come up with. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. We'll talk to you then. Bye. <laughs>